Parenting. Technology is like candy. Restrict the candy. Hi everyone, welcome, welcome to Signpost for Living with Dr Kirsten Hunter. Hello darling, we've got dancing, dancing Kristen Coggan here. <laughs> good, oh, good evening everybody, <laughs> wherever you're listening to this, could be good morning, good afternoon. Good day. Good day. Good day. What did you think of that title, Parenting, Technology is Like Candy, Restrict the Candy? Oh, this is going to be a learning curve for me because I was terrible at restricting it. Were you? Mm. Yeah, well, you know, join the club, I think it's a... I remember telling you mm. about iPods back when our kids were little. <laughs> really? That sounds right. And um, you're like, really? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you get them this thing? Yeah. It's like, hmm. So. There's a screen. I was an early adopter of screens. Were you? And didn't realise what Pandora's box I was opening. Yes, definitely. Mm. I have a lot of clients come in and they say, um, my child is on technology all the time. Mm. And that's a very interesting statement, I think. Firstly, I hear it all the time. But secondly, it implies that that's the child's fault, you know, or that's the child's, you know, the child should not do that. Yeah. Or the child should just mm. make a different choice, you mm. know. Um, and so what are your thoughts as I say that? Oh, definitely. <laughs> The kid can't make the choice, and no. and the screen, the, the activities on the screen are designed to be, mm. if, if if maybe want for another word, but addictive and um, suck them in and and make mm. them want to be there. So they don't have the, the self control and the awareness, no, to it's... to be able to control that. And I look even as an adult, mm. I can get sucked into that scrolling. Well, it's incredibly, incredibly addictive, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So there's no way a child can be responsible for that. Yeah. And and it's such an incredibly common and, and enormous source of conflict in families, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So the kids sort of, first of all, I think they're normalised. They think that they should have the access to the technology when or more often. Mm-hmm. And the parent is frustrated because the child disappears and zones out, mm-hmm. um, might become more aggressive and frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the conflict of the child wanting to get on moaning and groaning and begging mm-hmm. or just not getting off when needed um, or fighting, mm. you know. So, and, and I'm not anti-technology mm. by any stretch. You know, there's a place for mm. it. Um, you know, there's lots of benefits from it and in in moderation, it's fine. Mm. Provided what it is, of course. But yeah, mm. I mean, I think of this analogy as um, you know, there's there's a table, and um, there's either salad or there's chocolate and candy, <laughs> you know. And then the parent sort of says, "Oh no, my child's reaching for the chocolate and candy," and it's like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of really missing the point. Well, don't have it on the table. You're responsible. Mm-hmm. You're the parent. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that we just get really tired. We get we mm. get sick of the of the the, the conflict. Mm. We don't know what to do. We don't know what's reasonable. We also get sucked into the fact that you know the kids are saying, "Well, my friends are allowed to be on technology." <coughs> and there's so much crossover in your in your home. What like do you mean crossover? A, okay, so there's a TV. There's the school laptop. There's a tablet. There's like there's so many different phone, phone. yeah like there's so many different sources of it. Mm. It's everywhere. Um, mm. 
where do you draw the line? And, and, and so what I used to do is I had, um, and this is back in the days when it was a little bit different then too with access to internet and Wi-Fi and stuff, but I had... Um, Are you talking about back in the day? Back in the day. Keep going, sorry. <laughs> so, so I had an app on the on my phone and my phone controlled my kids' devices and mm. they would just turn off. Yes. So um, they would turn off at certain times of the day and if there was something in particular that they loved, a game or something, I would set a time limit for it. Yep. So, but that didn't mean they didn't come to me begging and screaming and carrying on when the time was up. But it was, it just switched off. Mm. But that only worked to a certain age too, you know, but it was my attempt to try and teach them that there's limits and you shouldn't be on there all the time and have a think about it. Yep. But they're just they're all the, like on screens all the time, aren't they? They they think that that's actually how you entertain yourself, or mm. that's your lifestyle. Well, I was wondering too. Um, kids don't seem to. I don't know. Like I, I've, I only know my own experiences and what I see day to mm. day to day. But sometimes I don't think kids seem as social as what they used to me. They're not like oh, when I was a teenager. I was always busting to get out the front door and be with my mates. Mm. You know, mm. play, yeah. play in the streets till the street lights came on and come. You know that sort yeah. of yeah debacle. And kids don't seem to want to go out as much, but it's probably because they're all in contact anyway, digitally. Well, I, a lot. I, it's really interesting. I mean, obviously, there's there's going to be a small percentage of kids that don't like technology, and they're just always outside. Mm. Um, I think that children need to have a, a, a normality of being away from technology, mm. so they know how to do, you know, creative, inventive play, socialising um, with family and with neighbours, if mm. possible. Um, but you need to give them a lot of time to learn to to self-create mm. and to reach out and to go out. And I also think that, you know, provided weather allows you, that you just have a, an absolute rule that they just spend a portion of the time outside, mm. if possible. Um, get that vitamin D, get moving, get out of the house, mm. you know. Um, so, yeah, I think you've got to create the environment for kids to be kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think there's also another enormous issue, enormous issue, and that is the parents' role modelling, you oh. know. So, you know, when yep. mum or dad are on their phone all the time, you know, they're flicking through Facebook, they're watching YouTube, they're watching movies, whatever it is. Um, firstly, they're not connected with the kids, mm. but also how can they tell the kids not to get on no, technology? That's right. If they're and, and, on and, and your work life eats into your personal life. So you might be on your device doing your emails or, mm. or, or things like that, you know, but you're yep. still on a device. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a screen that, in front of you. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to be able to tune yourself out. Yes, absolutely. As well, I think it's really important to step back and say what's healthy. What do I think is healthy? Mm. Like for me, you know, I'll jump on and do different stuff. We've got these children's books coming out. Mm-hmm. Should probably talk about that. Um, uh, or you know, one of the projects I'm doing. Not usually my clinical work because I keep that in work hours, but. Um, I will purposely not pick up and open up a, a screen or a laptop mm. or anything until the kids are asleep. It's just a rule, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I am, so that um, doesn't mean I'm not doing other domestic stuff or, mm. you, know, you know, as you know, I've got five kids, so a conversation here and there, time disappears. But um, So I have a time frame where I don't get on those devices. Mm. And, you know, on the weekends we will kind of think about what we're wanting to do, get out of the house by a certain time, we might go walking, whatever. Um, and and have something planned so we get out 
so that the day doesn't disappear and you don't have screens mm. and mm. and I think with kids you know you've got to really think what is it what is a good amount what is reasonable mm. and to have a start and stop time so that it's communicated and there isn't this constant negotiation therefore conflict and mm. then the parent is constantly you know mm. having to batter that but also uh, if you're going to take away technology incrementally like for five minute chunks or something like that because a child's misbehaving you have a, a time frame that you can take away from. Mm-hmm. And so that's also a good parenting tool. Totally other topic. Mm. But, yeah, so I think a time to turn on and a time to turn off is really, really important. So how would so red hot tip, what if you haven't done that but now mm. you'd like to try and implement yeah. that into your household? Well, I think it's really important to know that you're, um, you're going to, you know, face a wall and uh, you've got to really comprehend that, it's a worthwhile investment to go through that. Um, I don't think you should start to s- gradually slow it down or incrementally like bring it back because that's just constant conflict. Um, I think you should actually take all technology just away for turkey. a month. Yep. Go Amish country for a month. Just no technology for a month um, unless they have their phone for safety when they go out or there's a time frame that they need their... Look at me, my mouth's just dropped. I can't even comprehend doing that. (laughs) Or they they need their school laptops for school during a, you know, but basically give them sort of detox and then then bring it back. And and you've given them an opportunity to just practice being a kid again or a teenager. Um, You've shown authority that you've got the authority to do that. Um, And you've you've kind of got a nice fresh... um, plate to sort of say technology is a treat so you bring it back as a treat with that new technique see here's your next book oh no <laughs> don't say that don't say that <laughs> that oh will be a God. bestseller if you can nail that procedure and give people the red hot tips and teach them how to do that do you know i'm actually at i'm literally achieved 12 books in 12 months i know 12 books in 12 months so don't say that i know i'll do it i'll do it, I'll do it. I, yeah. looked, I looked sideways at your husband when I Yeah. <laughs> Was he shaking his yeah. head? Yes. Oh, gosh. But yeah. cause the, because what you've just said, mm. that whole detox thing, take it away from that, just I, I can't even begin to think how. You started to twitch then, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I don't, I don't know how we would have done that with my kids. I just don't think it would have been possible. But the thing is that, I'm sorry, it sounds really cliche, but mm. literally the power is with you. I know that that's what you're that. saying, but I don't think I've got the power. But you do. You yeah, do. so we need a whole session. We <laughs> need to book in. We need a, we need a whole. But you need to set it up. Like, <coughs> you don't just do it half-hearted. You, you literally um, take the Xbox and you put it. I've had parents not only have to put it in their car, but they've had to take it to their workplace. You know, mm. um, you work out how to turn technology off and on for a certain period of time. You, um, you, you know, you do have to, this might sound a bit melodramatic, but you do need to feel safe, you know. Mm-hmm. Some families have got teenagers who um, mm. are older and can become physical and that is a legitimate difficulty and something to work through. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's really kind of to think what could go wrong, problem solve it, work it through, Um and, you know, kids do need phones for safety when they leave home. So, you know, there are exceptions. Um, but, yeah, basically go cold turkey for the month, get everyone to kind of – and that means parents need to yeah really pull back completely mm. um, until the children are asleep. And, um, yeah, and then re- reintroduce and, um, and bring it back incrementally, which is really good. And just to tell you what we do with our kids, 
Mm-hmm. Shall I tell you that? Yeah. John can remind me because he's even better at this than me. But um, with our eight and ten-year-old, um, in the morning when they are kind of up, dressed and uniformed, mm-hmm. um, then they can have their little iPads. Yeah, that's what I did, yeah. Um, until it's time to go to school. Um, so that's just kind of we're ready and we're chilling out. And um, then they don't have any technology uh, from Monday to Thursday after school. Um we let them put on the TV depending on what's going on. So we might watch something that's okay or we might put on a documentary or something, but there isn't any – there isn't any <laughs> – docos are great. I love docos. I'm a fan I know, of docos. I know. They're great. <laughs> they're great. We're watching baby animals at the moment. Yeah. Super cute. Um, yeah, and so – but not necessarily TV, you know. And um, and if we're having dinner around the table, we turn the TV off. It depends on what's going on. And, um, yeah, on Fridays it's like – Free for all. They come home Friday afternoon, and that's when the Xbox comes on and Minecraft comes on the computer and stuff like that. And then on the weekends, um, again, when they wake up in the morning, they can have some time in the morning. John and I, Monday, um, Saturday and Sunday, we go for a five k walk. The dogs, <coughs> so they've got it then. And then basically, they don't have any technology unless John and I go out. And if John and I go out, then when they're home with the three big boys, um, you know, the eighteen, twenty-one year old, sixteen year old, then they get to have technology while we're out. So they say, hey, mum, you're going out? You're going out? So that's what we do. It is a treat. It is a treat. But that's a lot of work and a lot of um, foundation and ground building to get to that point Mm. where you can do that. Or you can just detox and then start. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And our our big boys, um, they're really interesting they, they can't have – now, this is our 16-year-old. Now, 18-year-old has left school, but he still does it. He doesn't realise that he can do what he wants. <laughs> we haven't let him know. James, I hope you're not listening to this. But, um, and basically, we let them have technology, I think, for – they have to share the same Xbox, um, and I think they basically get something like two and a half hours Saturday and two and a half hours Sunday, and I think they get it Friday night. They share it. So there's, again, contained chunks of time. Yep. Yeah. I think, I'm going to say it, I think that's fabulous, but I think that's extraordinary and a very high standard. Do you? Yep. Yep. I. The big boys have their phones. Don't know that we could pull that off. They're not really into it. Really? Mm. Yeah? Uh, Yep. Well, I mean, they do have their their school um, laptops and I'm sure they sneak on and do stuff there, the big boys. Mm. Absolutely. I'm not naive to that. But mm. basically there's there's quantity of time when they don't have a screen in front of them yep. and when they do other stuff. And, you know, they can always do that more. We always want them to do that more. Yes. But I think what's really important is the little ones where yes. you, you need to really be very, very um, guiding. Oh, and I think the fact that you've probably done it from the word go. Yeah. And the big boys have been there to reinforce as well. Yep. It's a great and we, thing. And they want us to go out because then they get That's technology. Right. And then they get technology. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very good. God bless them. Yeah, yeah. God and, you them. know, I'm not an expert on what type of technology. I know that there's lots out there that are a bit too aggressive and that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's really important. You, you tapped onto it earlier that, you know, it is designed to be addictive. It's designed so yeah. that you, you've got to stay on to go to the next level. You're going to lose the level mm. if you get off. and well, You lose your streak. I don't know I that. Didn't, I, see, I know what a streak is. <laughs> Way cooler than you. Oh, there's no dispute on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
yeah. No, but you know, and 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 so when the kid is really really struggling to get off, and then the parent gets angry, I just think we need to stop for a minute and go, mm. hey, the child's mm. been a puppet right now. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yep. Yeah, and it just sucks for everyone. It's really yep. really tough. Well, the parent's got to be the parent. Mm. I mean, when we were kids, right? I'm 46. You're around mm-hmm. that or something like that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay, <laughs> I'm proud. <laughs> um, you know what? 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 I don't. It was just get off the TV. Yeah, don't your eyes are going to go square. Don't sit so close. Get off the don't TV. Don't watch so, so much TV. Yeah, we didn't watch much TV. No. I, and the phone was on the cord, and it used to go around the the hallway. Yeah, it was attached the to the wall. Yeah, yeah, and that was very private. Um, yeah. So <laughs> get but, off the phone. Yes. You know. So I think this has always been around, right? Oh, for sure, for mm. sure. And I, I um, I was a reader, so I always had my nose in a book. Me too. And Agatha I, Christie, Jeffrey Archer. No, <laughs> I'm thinking Sweet Valley High and <laughs> <laughs> Flowers in the Attic. Oh, really? <laughs> the Babysitters Club. Oh no, I didn't do that. <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> I started there. But um, you started at the Babysitter's Club. I think so. I started Enid Blyton was what got me in. Well, see, that's classy. <laughs> keep, going, keep going, keep yeah. going, keep going. What you um, but we were ready. And if, if, if your kid had their nose in a book all the time, now you wouldn't say anything, would you? Like, I do have some parents who, who have compulsive reading kids and they have to take the book off them so that they get ready for school. Oh, get real people. It's very rare. You're blessed with the reader. Dress the kid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing to be a reader. Yes, absolutely. But it's all, um, it's all, it's all relative, isn't it, to the time and the place where we are Mm. in society and what we're doing. Yeah. And screens are a big thing. It's a. I remember my mother used to um, climb up a tree and read a book, and she was always in trouble for being up a tree reading a book. That was her technology time. Well, there you go. See, this is it. See, I used to lose myself in a book. Mm. Always carried thing. a book around with me. Yep, yep. And now my books are on my phone. Oh, my gosh. See, I can't do that. See. I probably shouldn't say that because I've just um, published a whole lot of e-books. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so funny. Anyway. Yes, no, but you're right. And and it is with the parents. It's 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 your it, – it's the parents' gig. You've it's got the a, parents' responsibility. Yep. Have compassion for everybody. Mm. Make a game plan. The kid's not going to be responsible. Know what's going to go wrong. Have a strategy Mm. for it. And the reason why we want to do this is so they can be kids and they can play. Mm. When you're on technology, it sucks the childhood, like time disappears. Oh, gotcha. Obviously, there's some things you can learn and there's some educational, Mm. but majority are not. And um, creative play, conversation, Mm. eye contact, interpersonal skills, being part of the family being part of the community, all those sorts of things. It's so incredibly important. Yep. Apart from, you know, apparently there's some, um, you know, attentional issues that come up to mm. whole other conversation. Anyway. Yeah. Right. So there you go. Restrict the candy. Take control, people. <laughs> Says she to herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, darling. Oh, I love coming. I love coming and having a chat. It's pretty fun. A highlight of my life, this podcast. Probably, hopefully not. <laughs> Can, can you do this? Oh, yes. And please subscribe, everybody, and write prescribe. in. If subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe See, to the podcast because this you. is Signposts for Living with Dr. Kirsten Hunter and Kristen Coggan on occasion. Um, her YouTube channel is Psych in Your Car. Webpage um, is kirstenhunterauthor.com. Facebook, Kirsten Hunter Author. Instagram, Kirsten Hunter Author. And on Twitter, she's Kirsten Hunter AU. 
There you go. You can find her yeah, wherever be, you want her. I'll be around. <laughs> Write to her. Give us some feedback. Oh, yeah, ask for a topic. We like that. Mm. Okay, see you, That'd darling. See ya. Take care. Bye.